Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When we want to talk about draft prospects, when we want to talk about the combine, when you're wondering who's there who might help your team, there's one guy to go to. It's Dane Brugler from The Athletic. Dane has been with us many times over the years. He joins us now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Dane, good to have you with us. How are you? Thanks, Dane. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. You still living in Northeast Ohio? Still in Warren, Ohio. That, that's where uh, we put the roots down, and we'll be there for uh, for a long time. But, yeah, right now I'm in Indianapolis. It's great to be uh, at the Combine another year. we got a, a lot to figure out this week. There, There is a lot to figure out. Uh, first and foremost, before we get to anything with the Browns, I, I thought your rankings were really interesting. For this, well, they're always very informative, but I thought this was one of the most interesting things. So often teams reach for quarterbacks, and quarterbacks are taken above their rankings. That's not the case this year because you have Caleb Williams ranked as your number one guy. You have eight quarterbacks in the top 100, three in the top 10, along with Derek May and Jaden Daniels, along with Caleb Williams. If you need a quarterback, this would appear to be the year to get one if you have a good draft choice. And, you know, it's always tough to put the quarterbacks. How, how do you accurately uh, rank a quarterback next to an offensive tackle? You know, so it's always hard to include quarterbacks into any type of top 50, top 100. Uh, but, no, your, your, your point is definitely spot on. And I would expand it to all the premium positions. If you need a tackle, if you need a corner, if you need a wide receiver, uh, and if you need a quarterback – this is a draft that you're going to have a lot of options and you're going to have a chance to get better at a lot of those positions. And just looking at the top 10, top 15, it's going to be a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of receivers, a lot of tackles. Uh, I'm not even sure when the first defensive player is going to come off the board, maybe not even until pick 10, 11, 12. So this is a draft for the premium positions and it's a good draft to have a top 10 pick. Um. You know, we had a chance to watch Marvin Harrison Jr. play, you know, all the time, uh, especially mm-hmm. being here in Ohio. I, I, I think he is I, – I, I think he's the best wide receiver to ever come out of Ohio State. What is the gap between him and the other wide receivers like Malik Neighbors? Like, how far away uh, is that gap on Marvin Harrison compared to the other wide receivers in this draft? I'm with you. I mean, I, I share uh, – just it's hard to talk about him without sounding hyperbolic, right? Right. I mean, you, you, watching him is just uh, – you knew, you know you're watching special with Marvin Harrison Jr. And it's not just size, speed. 
It's his savvy as a route runner. It's his ability. And this is something I really appreciate about his game. And this is one of the reasons why I compare him to Larry Fitzgerald. It's his ability to slow down the football at the catch point. It's a, a really subtle thing that he does so naturally. Um, and so you, you factor in the skill that he has at receiver, the fact that he's a 6'3", 208-pound uh, athlete, and the fact that he moves like he does. He has speed. He has short area quickness. Uh, his leaping skills, his catch, rate, catch radius. And, you know, by all accounts, all the character reviews are off the charts in terms of his leadership, his work ethic, all that stuff. Uh, you know, he's not working out this week at the Combine, so I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of, oh, he didn't want to run a bad time. or it, look, He doesn't have anything to prove. And nobody is going to adjust their rankings because Marvin Harrison Jr. is choosing not to test uh, during the pre-draft process. You don't need to see him run a 40-yard dash to know he is a great athlete. Marvin Harrison Jr. is one of the best, best players in this draft. Um, I do think it's kind of close between him and Malik Neighbors, and that speaks more to mm. Neighbors than anything else. I mean, Malik Neighbors, I just I, I don't see any weaknesses with this guy. I mean, there's no limitations to what he can do. Um, and so if a team were to even draft him ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr., it wouldn't be totally crazy. But I do think Marvin Harrison Jr. is the favorite to be the first non-quarterback drafted. And it'll be uh, really interesting to see where that is. Could it be the Patriots at number three? The Cardinals at number four. Uh, do we see a trade in that uh, in that mix? You know, the quarterbacks are obviously going to play a factor. Uh, we think quarterbacks are going to go one. Caleb Williams almost certainly will be a bear. And then what do the commanders do? Is it Jaden Daniels? Is it Drake May? And then the Patriots are kind of a wild card. If they want to go with a quarterback, if they trade out of that spot for a quarterback desperate team to go up get, and get Jaden Daniels. But uh, all the while, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be sitting there, not going to have to wait very long. I think the Cardinals uh, kind of make the most sense in terms of fit, in terms of where they're picking at fourth overall. Uh, but, yeah, it, he, is, he is a fun player. And I'm kind of bummed out we're not going to be able to see him this week at the Combine. But I certainly understand why he doesn't feel the need to put these specific numbers next to his name. Dane Brugler from The Athletic joining us. I, I think it's interesting because if you're New England, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? What comes mm-hmm. first, the wide receiver or the quarterback? Because they're in a position to get the best wide receiver, perhaps, or the third best quarterback, maybe the second best quarterback. What would you do if you're New England, Dane? Priority number one is get the quarterback right. That, no matter, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is one of the best players, you know, I, I've ever scouted. Um, and, and at the same time, it really doesn't matter if you don't get the quarterback right. And if you're the Patriots, there's no guarantee that you'll ever be picking. Uh, this is the first time the Patriots are picking top five in 30 years. So there's just no guarantee that you're going to be picking this high in the next few years to, oh, we'll just wait and get a quarterback next year or the year after that. They're just, you know, two, a couple of years ago, they were picking 15 and they had to take Mac Jones. And we've seen how that works out. So I, I think if they, they go into this combine week hoping that all three quarterbacks, Caleb, Drake May, uh, and Jane Daniels, uh, impress during the interviews, uh, just j- meeting with each team. That way, if either they feel comfortable taking a quarterback at three or another team's going to look to trade up to number three. And if I'm the Patriots, as much as I would hate to trade away from Marvin Harrison Jr., I think I could get a pretty good haul uh, in a trade compensation uh, to move back. We're talking about the Falcons at eight. Uh, the Vikings at 11, uh, the Broncos at 12, the Raiders at 13. There will be plenty of teams 
kind of putting feelers out there about what it would cost to move up to number three and get that quarterback. So from the Patriots, as much as I love Marvin Harrison Jr., the option, the two most likely options for me are probably draft a quarterback at three or trade out of there for a very lucrative trade package. Dane, I'm just curious, how do you think NIL affects the draft here, especially because we don't see that many underclassmen? Uh, and what would that do for the draft, you know, especially towards the, the back end of that? And, and just, you know, your overall thoughts on NIL and its impact on the draft. Well, it's certainly we've seen it in Ohio State has been the uh, the biggest example of how NIL can impact the draft and who's going to, to the pros, who's going back to school. Um, I think I had eight Ohio State players who would have been top 100 players in this draft uh, decide to go back to school. And, you know, some of those guys were already kind of leaning that way, but the NIL factor uh, is kind of the, the clinching, clinching factor and made them go back to Columbus. So, uh, you know, it's, it's something that really it dilutes the pool of players a little bit. Uh, and it's something that we'll see this year uh, with some of the depths on day three, maybe thinning out. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I think it's, it could end up being good for a lot of these players because they get to go back to school, make some money, but then get better before they go to the NFL. And they're better suited for NFL life because they had an extra year at, at the college level, whether that's, you know, Denzel Burke, the corner from Ohio state, he would have been a top 50 pick if he came out this year. He's going back to school. If he ends up being a top 15, 20 pick next year and maybe is better suited for a long-term NFL career, it ends up being a win for him. But in the short term, it does dilute the pool a little bit in terms of this draft class and some of the depth at certain positions later on uh, on day three. Dane Brugler joining us from The Athletic. His top 100 draft prospects, the NFL draft big board, uh, an absolute must-read with the Combine starting this week. And you can do that at The Athletic. It's a deep wide receiver draft, Dane. You have four wide receivers in your top 20. This is impressive. You have 11 wide receivers in your top 50 and 17 mm-hmm. in the top 100. If, if you're the Browns and you need a wide receiver, what kind of a talent will you be able to get in the second round at wide receiver if you decide to go that way? Well, I'm convinced that for the rest of our lives, wide receiver is going to be a strength of every draft. That's where all the athletes are going, uh, from peewee to uh, youth football, seven-on-seven, uh, high school, you know, the top athletes want the ball in their hands. And if they're not quarterbacks, they want to be wide receivers. And so we're going to see uh, receivers be a strength from here on out. And this year, no exception. I mean, you, you said the number 17 in my top 100. And I, I, there were a few guys that I hated leaving out of that top 100. A couple of receivers easily could have made it. So, you know, if you're a team like the Browns who are in the market for wide receiver help, that's, that's music to your ears. You feel good about some of the options that could be available for you on day two, whether that's uh, Devontae Walker from North Carolina, who a little raw, but he can fly and he can make plays down the field. Ricky Pearsall from Florida, who one of the best, uh, best set of hands in this draft, but he's also a really good athlete. He can get open, he can create. So uh, this draft, no matter if you're looking for a Z wide receiver, if you're looking for more of a slot, more of a Y, uh, looking for someone that's going to be a catch-and-run guy, someone that's going to win deep, all these different flavors of receiver, this draft has something for you. So if I'm the Browns, uh, receiver is looking like a pretty appealing position somewhere on day two. They've waited until the third round to take a wide receiver three years in a row. Would you wait? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Again, Dane, or would you grab somebody in the second round? You know, you have to let the board fall to you. Uh, you really do, because you, especially with the Browns not having that first-round pick, you just have no idea how those first 50 picks are going to play out. And so, you know, you, you pay attention on day one, but for the most part, you're, you're gearing up for day two. Once day two starts, it, it becomes really interesting because, you know, we, and we know this team, they're not afraid to trade and move around on day two, whether it's moving up in the second round, um, and so I think it'd be interesting which receivers are still available uh, on in round two. And then is there someone that the Browns covet enough that they would try to make a move up to go get them, whether that's uh, say uh, Adnay Mitchell from Texas, you know, six, four, two, ten is a really good athlete can win down the field, but you feel like, you know, he's going to get better and better as he continues to grow um, his teammate at Texas, Xavier worthy can absolutely fly. Um, so there's a few receivers that if they were to fall out of the top 40, uh, they, I have my eye on them as a guy that, okay, maybe this is worth going up to go get him, secure the receiver we think can not only make a difference for us right, right away and make an impact, but is going to settle into a starter role and, and, and be an impact player for us uh, through the life of his contract. Dane, when you do your top 100, do you think about the teams that are at that spot or you just purely do this on – on uh, athletic ability based on the college athlete? Yeah, it's based on projection, based off of, you know, these are the traits, these are how we project them. And and then when I do a mock draft, that's when, you know, because there, there might be a player that I have 80, 80th in my rankings, but he ends up going 50th in a mock draft just because the specific fit of what that team looks for. And, you know, and I think it's important for fans to remember too that draft boards are, you know, there's, 250 guys that will get drafted. There's over 300 players here at the Combine. A lot of draft boards are 140 names. You know, like a lot of draft boards, they just don't have everybody because the area scouts whittle these names down. This is exactly what we need in terms of our culture, in terms of our scheme. And then, you know, the, the group gets together and they build a preliminary draft board before the Combine. That's what the last few weeks, that's where scouts and teams have been doing, building that preliminary draft board. Then after the combine, you get back together, and after the pro days, uh, you, you kind of finalize things. Thing, uh, players start to crystallize on your board, and you know every team is a little bit different for exactly what they are looking for uh, in a player, both on the field and off the field. Will you re-rank after the combine? I will. I think okay. first off, I'll do a mock draft, uh, probably that you know Monday, Tuesday, right after after the combine next week. Uh, do a some type of mock draft based off of 
what I'm hearing, um, you know, possible trades, uh, you know, who's going to be really antsy for a quarterback. And so that'll, what I hear this week at the combine always helps uh, kind of set the stage for what's about to come. And so, yeah, all the mock draft coming out and then uh, do the rankings. And then of course the beast comes out first week in April, which uh, I know a lot of people are we eager to get beast. their hands on that. We love the beast. Dane Brugler joining us from the athletic to follow up your wide receiver thought that all the young mm-hmm. kids want to be wide receivers. Kids are figuring out that being a running back might not be a great idea. And Dane, I, I find it fascinating. Your top rated running back is Jonathan Brooks at number 70. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it, he's it, good. And he's coming off an ACL. <laughs> and he's, yeah. And he's good. Uh, 70. When you play Corm, yeah. 70. Oh, yeah. I see, I and you have seven yeah. guys in your top 100. Yeah. It, it, is that a lack of talent at the position or is that just so much talent at other spots, Dan? I, I, and I, I think it's a fascinating thing that's happened in football. It, it really is. And I, I do think that unless you're special, unless you're you know really Nick Chubb or Saquon Barkley or uh, even last year with Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs, unless you have something that really differentiates you as a running back, it's going to be hard to go in the top 50. And I think this year is a perfect example of that. Uh, you have a, a – really a good group of running backs. This isn't a bad running back class. It's just we're missing the guys at the top. We're, we, most of these running backs are day two players or day three players. And it'll be really interesting to see how early they go. When's that first running back come off the board? Is it in the late second? Is it early third? And then I think the order of these running backs, is, it's going to be different depending on what you're looking for. Uh, whether, you know, Blake Corum is very different than Bucky Irving from Oregon, who's very different than Audric Estime from Notre Dame. Uh, same thing with Jalen Wright from Tennessee. All, the, all these running backs are good, but they offer something a little bit different. Uh, but where that first running back comes off the board is going to be fascinating to find out. Is there somebody, I don't want to say rooting for, but when when you look at the combine, Guys that you might have your eyes on that could really get a boost from the combine. Byron Murphy, the defensive tackle from Texas, um, I, he's kind of a dark horse to be the first defensive player drafted. And I think this week, what he does uh, working out is going to help show that. I mean, he's it six one, just over six one, three hundred pounds, and he's going to run in the four eights. Um, he's going to bench press thirty five uh, reps. I mean, he is going to look really good moving around. But, you know, he also has the traits. He has the tape. He has the production. Um, and I, I think when it comes down to it, teams are just going to look at him and say, man, this guy, he gives us better. He gives us that interior disruption, which a lot of teams are looking for. So I, I'm looking forward to him. And then um, uh, to these tackles, too, just want to see them, how, how they work out. Marius Mims from Georgia, one of the freakiest guys in this draft. How does he uh, move around out there? Um, and, you know, a lot of these guys that have injury questions, you know, want to make sure that, Hopefully they're good moving forward. So hoping for a lot of positive injury news uh, once these teams, because really the main point of the combine is so every training staff, doctors, team doctors, they can figure out, okay, thumbs up, thumbs down. This is a guy that, you know, is going to be healthy moving forward. Hopefully a lot of these guys get the the clean bill of health and we don't have any, any surprises. Dane, last thought. We got about 30 seconds. Is the combine something that has run its course or does does the NFL really need it and teams really need it to help evaluate players? They don't need it. It's a cross-checking exercise. You know, if, if you think an athlete is a good athlete, this kind of confirms it. And if there's differing 
uh, information out of this combine, then you go back to the tape and figure out why. But for the main point of the combine has always been the medicals and the interviews. That's why the combine exists, and that's why the combine will continue to exist, is so we can get accurate medical information, and the coaches, the teams, they can sit down with these players and really figure out their mental makeup and all that. So, But no, the, the combine is here to stay, but mostly for those two reasons. Dane Brugler, The Athletic, his top 100 out right now, the NFL Draft Big Board, The Beast, coming out when again, Dane? First week in April is always the goal for the, for the Beast. Can't wait. It is the Bible. It's always fun. Go to The Athletic, get it, read Dane. He does a phenomenal job of getting everybody ready for the draft. Have fun in Indy. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, Dane Brugler joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.